Hello, welcome to the Africa Briefing Podcast, where we discuss everything African. Hello, and welcome to the Africa Briefing Podcast. The adage, one man's meat is another man's poison, is a truism that can also be applied to different cultures. For instance, it is the height of rudeness in my Ghanaian culture to greet gesticulate, give or receive with your left hand because that is the hand used for all the to work, including after using the toilet. I remember during my primary school days so many decades ago, left-handed children were forced to learn to write with their right. Also, I learned during my year sojourn in Zimbabwe in 2003 that a man could not hug another's wife in a friendly greeting. Until the so-called swinging 1960s, homosexuality was a taboo in many Western societies and many gay men had to conduct their affairs in secret for fear of persecution or prosecution. The famous Irish novelist who lived in England in those days, Oscar Wilde, who once said that the only thing he couldn't resist was temptation, was tried and jailed for being a homosexual in the 1920s-1930s. Even as recent as the 1980s, most gay celebrities went to great lengths to hide their sexuality in case their fans turned against them. But the world, the Western world in particular, has changed, has moved on, and nowadays it is generally accepted. Gay couples can legally marry and adopt children. That is part of the giant economic, social, technological, and cultural strides the West has made. And now, what about Africa? Despite centuries of Western political and economic domination and adoption of most aspects of Western culture, some aspects of our traditions and beliefs are still deep-seated, as they should. After all, every race or creed is identifiable not only by their skin color, but by their cultural nuances. The open practice of homosexuality is slowly creeping into Africa, but the large majority of Africans abhor it. That abhorrence, in my opinion, doesn't necessarily constitute bigotry or discrimination. It is just an African belief, generally, that sexual acts acts between members of the same sex is unnatural. I was once accosted by a gay restaurateur in a posh nightclub in London's West End in 1986. This guy befriended and plied me with expressive champagne, ostensibly to put me in the mood, in quotes. But much as I enjoyed the expensive table that I couldn't afford to buy myself at that time, I politely made him aware that I was a hot-blooded male with a preference for women. He understood and gracefully left me alone. But don't get me wrong, 
I'm very broad-minded. One of my rock music idols, the late Freddie Mercury, was gay. But his sexuality didn't dampen my admiration for him as a musician and as a human being. Don Lemon and Adesai Cooper are two of CNN's most popular, talented, and highly respected anchors. And they are openly gay. But I'm enthralled to them and they are the reason my sleep pattern has changed because I stay up very late five nights a week to watch their programs, as I've just done. But I can't get my head around Western nations trying to use their economic muzzle to coerce African countries to relax their laws against LGBTQ. It is very paternalistic, to say the least. And I recall former UK Prime Minister David Cameron's threat that his government would withhold aid to African countries that did not decriminalize homosexuality. Ending bans on homosexuality was one of the recommendations of an internal report into the future relevance of the 54-member nation Commonwealth more than a decade ago. Predictably, Commonwealth leaders at their summit in Australia at that time failed to reach agreement on that report. And Cameron said those receiving UK aid should, and I quote, adhere to proper human rights, unquote, adding that Britain aid, sorry, British aid should have more strings attached and that he had spoken with a number of African countries and more pressure had been applied by his foreign minister, his then foreign minister, William Hague, to get African countries to... Um, to decriminalize, you know, gay practices in Africa. I recall at that time the UK suspended aid to Malawi partly because of the country's treatment of gays and lesbians. If that action was meant to serve as a warning to other Africans, then the UK failed miserably. It is heartening to know that African leaders have stood up to the bullion. Tanzania, which received massive aid from the UK, said at, the, at that time that the UK had gone too far with its aid strings by trying to enforce practices that are alien to the country's culture and religious values. The then Tanzanian president, uh, Jakaya Kikwete, said his country would not be cajoled into accepting that at any cost. And then the normally amiable and almost placid late Ghanaian President Jonathan Mills also told UK to keep its aid, saying he would, and I quote, never initiate or attempt to legalize homosexuality in Ghana, end quote. Ghana's current president, Nana Kufwado, has also made his position clear. He will not decriminalize that practice. It is therefore most galling, most insulting, for the EU office in Ghana and the Australian and Danish ambassadors in Accra to aid the setting up and attending the opening of an LGBTQ center in Accra. What an impunity. And their action is a total disregard and contempt for Ghanaian cultural values and laws. The age of consent in Germany and Italy is 14. 
It is 13 in Japan and 15 in France. Does it mean that the diplomats or citizens of these countries can engage in sexual activities in other European countries where the age of consent is 16 and above? No, because they respect their laws. These Western countries cannot dictate to our governments on how to behave. We have swallowed their bitter prescriptions for economic reform. Some of those prescriptions might have been necessary for our own economic well-being, but they cannot play God, God and ail us to change our age-old traditional and cultural values. Polygamy is not illegal in Africa, but it is known as bigamy in the West. And it's a crime punishable by law if practiced here. Are we going to ask them to decriminalize bigamy so that those Africans who live here can marry more than one wife if they chose to without going to jail? Thank you for listening. And for a credible source of news, analysis, and comments on Africa, please go to www.africabriefing.org. Stay safe and keep hope alive.